0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Strefford and Chat. Um, You know, first time in a while, we've had two victories in one week. I think it's been about a month. I can't remember. But uh, a fantastic victory away um, against Real Sociedad. Um, Totally not the result that I expected. And today, uh, more of the same in the Premier League. A lot of struggling. Um, How's it going, Max?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's going good, Chris. Yeah, I mean, you alluded to a fantastic performance, and I was going to say that you're crazy, but I guess yeah, you were talking about Salsia, right? Yeah, yeah, that 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 was a that that was a great win. You know, a comfortable four nothing win. It's what you want to see in in a way leg, um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, you you would hope that that sort of game would would give us confidence, um, but you know, obviously today we did win against newcastle so a 3-1 uh home win against newcastle but again it's just not a convincing performance um i don't even think that we played much better than we did against um west brom yeah for real i mean newcastle
0: looked like a prime barcelona in the first 15 minutes like we, we were like we were leaving to to dry basically and it was coming like the the equalizer
1: um Honestly, what were what did we expect? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, again, it's the same thing, right? It's just these like tiny mistakes that just cost us goals and and defending, right? And a lot of people are pointing the finger again to uh, Harry Maguire. I just feel like he's an easy target to point the finger to, mm-hmm. um, and we've and we've been guilty of this before. But at the end of the day, like defending is a you know is is a team thing. So it's not just one player. Sure, maybe one player makes a mistake sometimes, but it's You know, it's the whole back line that's defending. It's the whole team that's defending, and in this goal, like I think it's just this this problem that we're not getting onto the second ball, right? Like Harry Maguire um, heads the ball, like flicks it behind him, and then we just don't get don't get the second ball, right? We just we just give him too much um, time and space, and then it's just just an easy finish. So we just need to close down on those and just tighten up uh, quicker.
0: Like there's just no way that say Maximen should have had the shot. I think it was Fred who was pretty late to that. It was Fred, and yeah. Again, like we I could we could rant about Fred again. Yeah, no, but-
1: we're we're, we're going to talk about Fred in a special <laughs> in a special oh. installment. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get to
0: him, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but overall, it's just like, are we just tired from an away leg um, on Thursday? I mean, we could make up any excuse we want, but it's just like there's no intensity, there's no urgency until we sort of like. I guess they're sort of forced to. Um I think we were bailed out by, you know, Mark like Marcus's uh, great effort early in the first half. And um luckily, you know, the ball barely touched Bruno's toe and then landed on Dan, Dan James's feet.
1: I <laughs> mean that's still an stats. assist apparently. Pad the stats, Pad right. lo- That was the same exact assist against I think it was Aston Lester. Villa. Lester. Was it Leicester? Okay, well, maybe Leicester. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah,
0: I think Cause he had that weird touch, and then Marcus finished it on the left hand
1: side. So I'm like, you're probably right. Yeah. I'm probably wrong. It was probably last year, but yeah. same same type of thing. And he claims it all day. He loves that. Yeah, I mean, it's just
0: there's this refusal to have two straight matches like where
1: we are just comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, man, it's just it's it's just so uh, again, it's upsetting. Like it's, you know, I mean, someone that didn't watch the game and is listening to this and saying, well, like these guys are pretty, pretty spoiled, right? You're complaining about another win, another three, one win, which is seems comfortable from the outside looking in. But um, we saw more of the same problems today uh, that we did against West Brom, against Everton, you know, and I would even argue that we didn't play much better than we did against West Brom. But this time around, we just, you know, got the result. And that's due to the fact that we have better players than Newcastle do, right? I mean, you know, case in point, Marcus Rashford's first goal. I mean, before that, we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything to deserve even a, a significant goal. And then Marcus Rashford just does this incredible play. I mean, like th- that that was an amazing goal. Just absolute a peach of a goal, right?
0: I think you can argue all three goals technically shouldn't have happened right like marcus's goal it's uh near side keeper should be saving that um second goal like the ball we were lucky for the ball to to sort of land at dj's feet and the third it wasn't a penalty looking back
1: on it wasn't a penalty i mean it was a a dive it was a dive and like the ref just kind of gave it i don't know i'm surprised was there even a check like i i yeah i totally expected it to be overturned there's always a check but again the the prerogative for VAR is not if the ref made like an incorrect decision. It's more so if he made a clear and obvious error. And then in that sense of the word, like it would only be clear and obvious if there was zero touch, zero and the wind hit Rashford and he fell. That's a clear and obvious error. But if there was just a smidge a smidge of contact, which there was from Willick, then it's not clear and obvious, and he's not going to go check it. You know what I mean? Like that's the difference. It's not like oh, like that's a bad call. You should maybe look at this again. Um, it's so I it's not think like that, that gets
0: called in the era of VAR, though. I've seen weak penalties like that be called, but I'm not complaining. But I totally would understand if that were overturned. But other yeah, than that, no, no, no. absolutely. I mean, what have we? It wasn't a very memorable game. It wasn't that enjoyable to watch, you know, compared to what we saw on Thursday. Thursday was really nice. It, it you know, it was very <laughs> Thursday satisfying. was fun.
1: Thursday was comfortable. Yeah, it yeah. was a just good vibes, man. Like good vibes all around, man. You know, <laughs> some some goals in here and there. Bruno's firing. Um, it's just an open game. Just you know, and that's the difference between um, Premier League games and then like cup games, or you know, whether it's League Cup, FA Cup, um, and like Europa League. It's just it's just more we take we take more chances, right? We're less rigid when it comes to our uh, shape going forward. And I think that, you know, with the, the amount of talent that we have going forward, then we're going to score goals. Um, but, you know, in the Premier League, you can't be that liberal going forward. You have to take precautions and you have to build up play. And, you know, it's different. It's different, right? So, like, I can understand that there's a drop off in terms of the sheer excitement of a game, but still like overall, like the performance today was just not good enough. It's not going to win us games. It did today, but it, but it wouldn't. It, and, and and it won't on another day. You know what I mean? Like that's the disappointing thing about this game. And it's just this continued trend where we're just not playing good enough in the Premier league. So I think, our poor performance can also be
0: attributed somewhat to, um, let's say, a weaker starting 11 than we're normally used to. Yeah. Right. And you've pointed this out earlier before the match. Um, we're another, like, one more injury away from a, from a serious crisis. Like, a catastrophe. Yeah. And I am not a fan of the Fred and Matic uh, midfield two, in my opinion. And I don't um, I, think all he is because he's never done it until he's now. He's never done it, right? <laughs> uh, Marcial, for some reason, keeps starting. I thought Mason really does, should have started. But maybe, I don't know, what is there to say for next Thursday, right? To be honest, like we should be playing um, a weaker squad anyway next Absolutely. Thursday.
1: With Chelsea on the weekend. Absolutely. As well. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's talk like, about that. Like
0: uh, the week starting 11 and injuries.
1: Yeah. I mean, so yeah, like the injury, you know, I wouldn't say it's a crisis. Um, I was gonna. I was about to say injury crisis, but I don't think we're there yet. But obviously, in the midfield, we're missing two key midfield players in McTominay um, and Pogba, and Van de Beek is injured as well. So our midfield options are extremely, extremely tight. Um, and you know, obviously, it's going to affect our play. You know, like I think that we're a lot more comfortable. I like I like McTominay a lot. I think. And again, had died before he went off. I think he was really, really good. Right. Um, so he, losing him is a big loss. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, like with Cavani being out, he gives us, you know, this other dimension going forward. Really important. So him being out sucks. Um, you know, and yeah, we're, if we lose another player, you know what I mean? Like in the midfield or a winger. Things we're we're, we're going to have to start playing Ahmed and uh, short attire, you know, like that's going to be the situation.
0: Yeah, Ahmed at CDM, uh,
1: it'd be brilliant.
0: Center back, maybe <laughs> center even. back. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we're starting to see injuries pile up, and uh, I'm not really sure when Pogba's supposed to return. Um, I know he's not supposed to be back until next month, so he's out for Chelsea for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm yeah, hoping yeah. so so for Thursday we have a four nail cushion away goals as well. I really hope we just play we don't start Bruno. I like I swear to god if Ollie starts Bruno, I'm I'm about to like throw <laughs> throw my chair off my balcony or something because yeah, that should not no. be happening. And like another thing to consider as well, like Chelsea, they're they're about to play at Atletico on Tuesday. Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Um they're gonna have the they they'll have to start a pretty strong eleven as well Tuesday. So Tuesday. We, Tuesday so we gotta take advantage of that like we Chelsea aren't necessarily in a good run of form either, but I mean there's just no excuse like match should definitely get the start maybe uh Shore tire as we uh yeah I was,
1: yeah I don't know that was a weird spelling but okay Shore-tire. <laughs> Shore-tire. yeah it's
0: Nigerian apparently so okay. um hey uh tire. I know like the commentator for the U18 or U23s said uh short tire.
1: Yeah, but see, but sh- short short tire doesn't roll off the tongue as much. Short you
0: know tire, you know, up down, up, down, you know. But yeah, I mean, hopefully Cavani maybe gets uh 20 minutes, maybe just to get some match fitness, because I don't want to risk him
1: either he really be, should. Uh, not, i th- i think he wouldn't even be available for Thursday. I think really I think I think he's gonna be at like a a game day not a game day but like a day before type uh call if he plays on Saturday, which I hope he does, yeah I mean is it Sunday or Saturday at the chelsea match uh good question I think it's Sunday. It's, it's, right? it's probably Sunday because we
0: play Thursday, yeah. so it'd be a bit ridiculous for us to play Saturday, yeah yeah, so um Cavani should be starting against Chelsea, I hope he's healthy enough to go um
1: yeah, I hope we get Scott back as well, right? I mean, I like Scott's I don't know what his so vital. Scott is so vital. But the thing it's is, are saying that, hey, eh? he's he, he's come a long way. The fact that we're saying that he's such an important player for us now, he's come oh, a I long mean, way. He, he makes
0: the midfield click. I mean, he is very disciplined. But now we're starting to see he picks his he picks the right moments to bomb forward. Yep, and we're starting to see a box to
1: box. Yeah, uh, Lampard esque, one might say. Um, it's it's creeping into his game creeping listen man he's
0: better than Declan Rice like it's like not even a debate <laughs> like I yeah. say that un- unironically to be honest <laughs> like no banter there
1: yeah no if there's one thing that Mourinho did did really well was give was have confidence in McTominay like he was the one that started playing him and really saw something and he's and he's blossomed into a really really good player a start a, a starting center mid that I would want in the squad Like, yeah, he's definitely
0: a Jose player. Like, he has a bit of a nasty side, but he'll listen to the manager. He'll do exactly what the manager expects of him. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he he could, he's giving me, like, you know, maybe a Darren Fletcher vibe, I guess, right? He does his job well. I'd say he has a bit more quality than Darren Fletcher, though. Yeah, yeah. But, like, sort of, I mean, I guess it's too easy of a comparison, the two Scottish guys. Yeah. Right. But, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, but, yeah, but maybe a Scott and Fred midfield. I mean, Fred obviously plays so much better with Scott. And yeah,
1: and maybe that tells us just how good Scott is because he makes Fred look good. Okay. <laughs> so should should we get into Fred lately? Okay. I think
0: it's about a, it's about time. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Okay. So Fred, okay. So
1: and I'm going to preface this by saying that, you know, he had a really good spell before where he was a key player and we were praising him because he was playing well and he was doing his job well. And lately these past couple of games, and then in this game specifically, the amount of times that he just gives the ball away, um, you know, fluffs a shot or doesn't see the pass is just, you know, like unacceptable. Like it's, it's not standard for a Manchester United player. Like he gave the ball up so many times, easy passes too. And, it was just really frustrating to watch him play. Um, I just don't think he gave us a lot today.
0: The way I would describe Fred is chaotic. Sometimes the way he, if he loses the ball and he is trying to win the ball back, he like he just hacks, him of time, hacks him down. They just, it's kind of crazy, you know, like, and I was thinking about this, but he kind of costs the important uh, game in the tournament match against PSG in the second match against PSG in the group stage. Like he lost his head, right? Yeah, yeah the red had, card situation, right? Yeah. Like he should—he technically should have been sent off twice, right? Yeah, because yep. the first one obviously dodged the bullet, but second yellow card. But he's had his moments as well. I think he's worth keeping around in in the squad but since we don't really have much quality in the midfield like he starts by default and
1: yeah that's what it is and like I think I think just now that we're lacking these these midfield players we're I think maybe there's a bit more responsibility on his shoulders now and we rely on him a bit more and we're seeing that he's not a player that we should rely on mm. <laughs> you know what I mean so um would know rather again, if you kept Herrera instead of Fred. Oh honestly. my god, yeah, I would have loved. I think everyone yeah. would love to have Herrera, but um I, I don't think what it, I think it was just a, a a you know, a breakdown in contract negotiations or maybe he just wanted a new challenge, but um I it think it was the wages. I think
0: he wanted a lot of money, but PSG could only offer that and PSG,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah her absolutely. I mean her was fantastic. I loved Herrera right? He was he be he'd be a perfect player in in our system right now. Yeah. Um, 100%. But yeah, oh. man, I just I just don't see a lot of promise with Fred, and I don't think that he's a player for the future necessarily, right? Like I think that we should maybe flirt with the idea of having another center mid to replace him, even after we come up with another center midfielder for Pogba. Grealish. Yeah, yeah I mean different player, right? Like Grealish, I s it's more of like a wide player, right? So he would well, he, probably compete with Rashford, on, Martial.
0: It depends on what formation. We switch to as well, right, and mm. I don't like playing with two holding midfielders too,
1: but it seems like that's the only thing that that's the only formation we could play we are we're miserable with the other formations, right, like when we're playing the um like the 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 diamond you know against good yeah. teams, like we just looked terrible and like we couldn't we couldn't commit to it um so this this is the only formation we have. <laughs>
0: The diamond has looked pretty dire at times and we just don't have the right fallbacks either. And I, let's just say this, if Fred were to leave the summer, I don't think anyone's going to lose sleep.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. But the thing is the reality of the situation is with our injury situation, we, we need him and he's going to be playing, he's going to be playing lots of games because other than, I mean, if Scott's injured, if Pogba's injured, if Van Bakes injured, Who does that leave us with? Fred, Matic. I actually don't know who else is there. That's it. Right? (laughs) Right? Fred and Matic. And, you know, God bless Matic's soul for playing a full 90 minutes. I didn't think he could do it. Old man Matic with 90 minutes. He actually played pretty well. It's pretty good. Um, Better than Fred. Oh, he still got it. We just, we just can't start him regularly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't have the legs for, I wouldn't even, like, I would even say he doesn't have the legs for like 90 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, just it's pushing it yeah But bless bless him him. bless his soul for playing (laughs) 90 minutes um but yeah like we don't have anybody else right now so i you know just fingers crossed that we get scott back that it's not like a big big issue and that we get van de bake back i think as well um but yeah pogba's long term out kind of thing so
0: yeah i mean i mean it would have been really nice to see van de bake play he would have played
1: exactly that's that's the thing i feel bad for the guy because um he you know he would have played today most likely um and you know it's unfortunate that when all the other midfielders are injured he's injured as well so he doesn't even get his chance um because he is he has a lot to prove for sure there's you know the performances that he's put in so far haven't been great so he's he's got a lot to prove for sure
0: it's it's kind of unlucky because Ole knows his best starting 11 and that unfortunately doesn't involve Donny just yet and Oli is not really in a position to be playing around as much because he needs results more than ever this year, Yeah. right? It has to be top four and has to, and, you know, an extra would be the Europa League or the FA Cup, which, you know, we don't really care as much, right? We're not going to cry over it, but, you know, top four is just, just paramount. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean,
1: top four is, has been the holy grail for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And closing the gap on City. Like, if we if we could somehow be within 10 points, of city at the end
1: of the season i'd say that's a success compared just to just make week. it respectable you know what I mean? yeah, exactly
0: is that um, so hard to ask
1: <laughs> <laughs> like not like yeah not have another runaway season like liverpool did um yeah but it's it's funny because it seems like where we are us and leicester city are the closest ones or like the most probable teams to catch up with manchester city which is a bit strange like you know f- as a united fan like why are other teams thinking that we're the ones that can catch up with City? Because it's 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 not. We're we're so far away from them in terms of quality, right? I mean, City have won eighteen games in a row, eighteen games, no draws, no losses. They've scored, I think it was like forty two, forty two goals, and conceded six in that span. I this mean, a
0: well run machine,
1: man. It's it's crazy. I I I don't even think Pep expected that, right? Because talk about a super inconsistent, volatile season. And then here's City all of a sudden just being super consistent, getting results day in day out.
0: I think it was the draw against West Brom that started it all, I believe. It was it was at the Etihad in December. And ever since then, they're like, "Oh
1: yeah, we're actually pretty good. So let's start trying." <laughs> Then, well I mean if that's the case then we're due for a great run right because we just tied West Brom so now we're gonna go on an 18, 18 game winning streak hey I mean I I just hope
0: that City just puts all their eggs in the Champions League right and then maybe yeah. we could take well, advantage of that but I don't really see that happening at this point it's just yeah, like grasping. But you're at saying that
1: with a big exactly you're saying that with a big <laughs> grin a big smile on your face you're on the brink of, of laughter when you're saying it you can barely keep a straight face because honestly men city are running away with it they're going to win the league it's pretty obvious at this point um you know a 10 point 10 point lead 13 games or so left i don't see them dropping three more games to be honest with you so
0: so with the league pretty much in our opinion i think it's i mean we can't effectively say it's over but Come on. Anything can happen,
1: but right. mm, yeah. yeah.
0: But let's talk about the top four because that's that looks pretty tasty. Cause, <laughs> tasty uh, for us, yeah, okay for us so yeah. Um, you know, us and Luster were ahead of West 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 Ham by four points, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then West, West Ham's in the top four. I, that's not that was not on my bingo card. Jay Ling's
1: year. man. Jay Ling's. Jay
0: Ling's. David Moyes. Hey, you know what? I'm happy. I'm happy for the both of them. For real. Uh, as long as they keep Chelsea or Liverpool out of the top four, I, I'm I'm a happy man. And look how far you know Tottenham have fallen. Like for real.
1: See, like... I know. If K. So if you remember, like in our in our podcast with uh with Sebi, the uh, after the Arsenal game, I asked the question: Who is the next manager? To get sacked, right of the top teams, and I said that I think it's likely uh, Mourinho because there was this trend of just poor football on 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 their part, and I think that there's growing frustration within the club, with within the fans, the players, and like man, we are we are seeing it, you know, week in week out at this point. I mean, Tottenham have just sunk from the highest of the highs to now only. Two points ahead of Arsenal with a game in hand, but two points ahead of Arsenal. Um, I mean, they just they just don't look good, to be honest.
0: Wait, are you saying two points ahead of Arsenal with a game in hand?
1: Yeah, t- Tottenham is two points ahead and they have a game in hand.
0: That's still, that's crazy, you know, come to think. Um, do you remember the North London derby when Tottenham just demolished Arsenal?
1: Yep. I mean, yeah, exactly. What on earth has been going on?
0: Man. Yeah, like, ah. we, like
1: we saw the difference between like a really, really solid team like Tottenham and, yeah. and then Arsenal when they were like really struggling. And now it's like it's just flipped. Right. Arsenal's been a bit more consistent. They've gotten they've strung along some results. Um, but and Tottenham, they've just been playing just negative, negative stuff. Right. And like we saw this when he was at Manchester United, we kind of saw this negative, you know, sit back, be tight defensively, let the other team play around you. And then try to break on the counter or get one goal and then sit back and then let them play. You know what I mean? And like now he's doing it with Tottenham and he has this just fixed mentality, Mourinho does, in his head that this is the way to win. It's not his fault. This is the way to win, right? And if the players aren't getting the results, then it's their fault. It's not the system. So he, he just has this infatuation with this one way of playing. And as of late, it hasn't been successful.
0: I think Tottenham have way too much talent to be playing this poorly, right? You've got Gareth Bale, you know, that's it's still Gareth Bale, right? Mm-hmm. You've got the best striker, one of the best strikers in the Premier League, and one of the best wingers, right? I don't know. I just don't understand. Um, it's you know at at what point is Jose's time in the premier league going to end at this point because if he's not willing willing to change then i just don't see a future i don't see why any other club should right oh they will though yeah, they, will. they will they will but he'll
1: always have a place in the premier league and i think it's just this love story that Mourinho loves he loves the Premier League. I mean, he's so. better in the he's he's better off
0: in the Premier League for everyone. For, for everyone, for entertainment value. I mean, for the game. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just so happy he's not our problem anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think uh, I think I think any Man United fan can can agree that we're in a better position than we are now with with Ollie than we are with with Mourinho. And I don't even think it's because Ollie's is necessarily a better uh, manager. I just think it's you know he's just instilled this. Or he's reinforced the culture a little bit, right? And it's just these intangibles that we don't see. And he's enforced that a little bit more than Mourinho did. A lot more than Mourinho yeah. did.
0: The, the tactics, obviously, like, all it doesn't compare to Jose. But in just terms of stability and just, you know, setting the ship the right way. Yeah. That's the best we could ask for, right? Exactly. And, yeah. like, that's
1: what we need right now is just to steady the ship, make sure that we're on the right course, You know what I mean, but again, I don't. I I'll say this again. I don't think he's the man to lead us to our destination, to the promised land. Right? Yeah. Sure, he can set the sails, if we're going to use this analogy. But I don't think he's the one to you know steer the ship. Yeah, Nagelsmann twenty twenty three. You know, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I mean, Nagelsmann would be a big risk though because he's such a young coach. You know, I mean, but yeah, you kind of. You kind of look at him and you're like, okay, he's a pretty promising guy, but I don't know, man. It's just this with managers, you never know. You never know what you're going to get. Um, I mean, there's just like, who would we replace Ole or with right now? It's just like, it's just,
0: there's no yeah, point of just like, striding over. There's just no point.
1: Yeah, like, like we're, there's yeah. no one really available right now, so it's not like we're pressed to look for another manager. I mean, Ole could easily be the manager for another year or two, but two would be pushing it.
0: Do you think you know. Jose gets sacked? Because I read an article where Spurs will have to compensate him about forty million pounds in if they sack him. So I don't know if Spurs want to do that. Um, you know they did it with Poch, didn't they? They
1: had a huge payout for Poch, I think,
0: but yeah. not as expensive as Jose is probably right. I mean, Daniel Levy is probably like has the worst um decision to make at this point. Um, like yeah. what 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 else do have Tottenham? You know, like what else um. They only have the Europa League to look forward to, basically, right? I
1: know it's very bleak for them, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they sack Mourinho this season. I mean, there's only 13 games left at this point. I think you just have to write it out. Um, I'm not even sure if they can afford to sack Mourinho. I mean, with all the debt they have from the stadium, and then the hit from uh, COVID-19, you know, I'm not even sure they can afford it. So, so let's talk about.
0: Um... Liverpool's demise, and I've been I've been calling this like for a couple of weeks now. Man, they're washed. <laughs> they're, they're absolutely. I mean, oh, again, man. there it but, is. Hot, hot yeah. take of the day, right there. I mean, yes, they've had eighteen different combinations of center backs, right? But it's just with that front three with Salah, Firmino, and Mane, they're not scrubs. They're they're great players. Yeah, right. You can't afford not to score against Everton. Right. I, we scored three. Hey. At least we scored three. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I have no idea. I don't know what's going on with Liverpool. I think it's, um, I think, you know, Liverpool fans, I, I said before that it was just like, you know, it sort of dip in form, but it's sort of starting to become something more than that. And um, it's just like, a, I think they just lost confidence in themselves, maybe. Whether it's the players, they lost confidence in themselves or they lost confidence in, in the manager and the way they play. I don't know what it is. I don't know, but there's something there's something that needs fixing. It's not just form at this point. There like you can't lose like Liverpool had this crazy run where they had they didn't lose a home game in I don't know, what was it? Like a year or, or like yeah. 3 years? No, 3 years or something. Right? Where they didn't lose a home game mm-hmm. for 3 years and now they lose four in a row. 4, cuatro. Like Quatro. man, that is yeah, that that's not a fluke, that's a problem. It's like you know, seeing Allison's mistakes,
0: you know, last week and against Leicester and City that before that, it's like you know, watch you when did you watch Space Jam where like the monsters, uh, you know, suck the living yeah. skill out of these players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like I was witnessing that <laughs> with Allison.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's made so many mistakes and he doesn't get as much flack as Zaha does. So I don't know, media. Double standards, man. Yeah. Double, double standards. standards. Double standards. That's what happens when you're a big club.
0: <laughs> exactly It for some reason liverpool are always the media's darling you know it, it always has been that way you know yeah. i mean the media will rag on wayne rooney but they'll love steven gerrard so it's okay <laughs> it's okay Whatever. it's okay it's okay we're over it yeah I and mean, that's what success does
1: to you huh? You know? <laughs> yeah so okay so um yeah obviously this thursday we have um associate dad coming up um You know, again, we just hope that there's an easier sort of lineup that's going to be played. I think Ali has to understand that. I hope Bruno does not play. Um, I hope Ahmed plays. Throw in in Dino. Um, You know, throw in Martial. Get his confidence up. Do not not play Rashford. Do not play Rashford. Um, You can throw in Fred. (laughs) Why not? uh and old man matich as well um give luke Shaw a break give everybody i just throw the academy team at him like it, i don't care you know what i mean just you know just go there we can lose two nothing that's fine um i mean if we somehow concede
0: four goals then we kind of deserve to lose yeah, so exactly, i mean like exactly.
1: yeah so just you know like i think that we're going to feel like a relatively you know we're going to rest the important players so um that's important because the weekend game is a big game it's against Chelsea who you know under Thomas Tuchel have you know have somewhat of a bounce back effect which again is just the you know in my opinion it's it's the standard you know sack a manager get a new one you all of a sudden you start playing well that happens all the time um but they recently drew against Southampton so they dropped points first time under under uh, Tuchel um so yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a good game um Again, we have we have yet to beat, you know, one of the top, like, four or five, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, fingers crossed. This time, this time, I swear this time is going to happen. Um, but, yeah, so let's get some predictions in for the Chelsea game, Chris.
0: I don't feel too good about it. I think it'll be a 2-2 draw.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, last time I was confident, and I think it was against... It was Arsenal that I said that that we we're going to win. Yeah. Um, this time I'm going to be realistic. It's going to be a one-one draw. Nothing it's, exciting.
0: It's, yeah, that's the only <laughs> possible like outcome, in my opinion. yeah
1: Like I've kind of lost faith in our ability to kind of beat these kind of teams. We're just going to sit back. They're going to sit back, and it is what it is. Or Tuchel, you know, maybe because he's not Lampard, so maybe he's a bit inexperienced in the Premier League, and maybe he might he might go for it. You know, it really depends on
0: who we start as well. If we don't have Cavani available, yeah. Right. No Cavani, no squat, then I don't feel too good about it.
1: Yeah, no, you, I'm not going to, you're not going to feel too good when you have a midfield of Fred and Matic. It's just, it's just weird. It just doesn't work. Mm. But yeah, uh, but yeah, so I think that's going to about wrap it up for, uh, for, for this episode this week. Um, Once again, if you have not followed us, do follow us on our Twitter at Stratford chat. Um, We will be here again next Sunday to sort of unpack the results from the weekend action against Chelsea as well as Real Sociedad. Hopefully we get through there. Um, But yeah, so um, we'll see you guys next week and that's going to do it for us. Cheers.